Welcome to this edition of Coffee House Theology, where we discuss God, theology, and all things pertaining to life over cups of coffee. I am your host, Jose Ruiz, and I'm joined by Josiah Ruiz, your co-host. We are coming to you uh, once again with a brand new episode of Coffee House Theology. And uh, Josiah and I, uh, I already read this book, but we want to discuss this book. Uh, It is a great book. Uh, It's called Slaying Leviathan by Glenn S. Sunshine. It is a uh, book about the formation of political thought uh, in the way the church historically has dealt with the state and uh leviathan was um a a name given to tyrannical government correct by by thomas hobbs okay yeah so uh we will be discussing this book um in the near future uh we started reading the introduction i've already read the book once um but i want josiah to uh get familiar with and learn uh the history of just the the formulation of how and it's very vital for us today um because we are in a day and age where uh the government uh is is growing more and more uh tyrannical more and more encroaching on our liberties and in you know it's encroaching it's not staying in its lane it's in our the sphere of the church and uh, it's never had that authority so uh it's something for us to think about it's something for us to uh know about how they dealt with these things uh through the centuries of the church and um you know uh we never had uh in the early church uh the most political statement was uh Jesus is lord uh and that was coming against the uh mentality of the romans right when yeah they they uh they uh oh my goodness they viewed um, Christians as atheists if they didn't uh, believe in the the gods that they had. They viewed them as, uh, yeah, like atheists. Yeah, because they were narrow-minded and they just believed in one God. And uh, especially as the church became Gentile, the Jews had um, an exemption mm-hmm. uh, for not... Uh, burning a pinch of incense for the emperor whose caesar is lord you are uh saying he has all authority and uh the christians were saying no christo curias christ is lord and so um that that was uh it had uh it brought uh persecution it brought um you know, uh, just trials and tribulations and just uh, by the government. So um, 
What did you think about it? Um, I mean, a lot of people seem to think, at least from what I hear, about uh, the interpretation of Romans 13 that we're just supposed to submit to the whatever government authority that we have. But if the government's going to step out of its place, then we shouldn't submit to them. I mean, uh, the apostles, they went out and ministered even when they were told not to by the authorities, even though they were beaten and stuff. Um, and if we were to follow that logic, then people in the Holocaust should have submitted to the government, uh, right. Adolf Hitler, the dictator, um, in the 1940s. They should have handed over the Jews and done all the horrible things that were done to them. So right. it's definitely an important topic, and uh, I hope I learned from it reading this book, Slaying Leviathan. Just... You can get a look at it. Yeah, my Glenn Sunshine, um, and uh, it, it's it's very. Uh, it just goes into the history of it all. Um, you look at the uh, the 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 first chapter is the early church. Um, then he goes into Augustine's thought, and then church, state, and the limits of power. Natural rights in the Middle Ages, law and government in the Protestant Reformation, Protestant resistance theory, right? Um, so, you know, uh, just throughout history, uh, we we don't, you know, the 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 whole reason why it's called slaying Leviathan. Uh, I like what he says in the introduction is that the church constantly has to be vigilant uh, because governments, given human nature, their tendency is to grow tyrannical. They get this power, and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have to constantly be vigilant and play whack-a-mole with tyrannical governments. And the framers of our Constitution, it was a government by and for the people. So we live in a republic, not a democracy. Uh, a lot of people don't know that we are a, we're a democracy. We're not, I mean, we're a republic. We're not a democracy. We uh, vote for our representatives to go and represent us Um and it's 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 not a straight democracy. Uh, we, we had these checks and balances. We had uh, the limited uh, government, a limited power. You know, separation of powers. Uh, Congress can't run amok. Uh, the 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 Supreme Court is not God. You know, the chief executive is not. There's always. There was always checks and balances because the framers uh, and the founders um, knew human nature, the tendency of human beings to uh, want power. They get corrupted by power, and they do not want to give it up. And so, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, in the introduction, they, they mentioned that. They say the founders wouldn't appro approve of our uh, system of government now, but they wouldn't be surprised by it. Right, right. Because they understood, you know, that the human beings, uh, 
they need uh we need a check we need s some form of breaks because uh we will run amok we will uh you know um especially now when most politicians are godless um they have a a secular worldview uh, and I really believe it has a lot to do with, you know, our end times view. I think that a lot of people said we're going to get raptured out. We just need to get away from all this. We shouldn't be involved in the world and this and that. But uh, that's why we're in the mess we're in, because godless people with humanistic secular worldviews are are in charge and they have no ethics no morals uh you know they 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 sell them so, their soul to whoever will buy them they think they have morals but they they don't have god's morals so they don't have any morals right right so um it, it's a it, it's a it's a it's a book that we want to uh go in deeper um and so we we just read the introduction together and um it's it's uh i i i really like this book it's probably a book i'm gonna read several times this year um like i said i've already read it once but i want josiah to be aware of what's going on uh in the world and uh you know uh to formulate biblical thought uh how people before us you know we all stand on the shoulders of men uh that come that came before us so uh just what you know what does that look like how did they think what how did they wrestle through these issues um because for the most part a lot of pastors today just said hey you know we got to submit we got to do this we got to do that and you know i i really believe the their hermeneutic or their interpretation of romans 13 is is not cut and dry because we don't have a caesar we have jesus is lord jesus is king uh there was a book uh that i um for all you people that homeschool, uh, there's a good book that uh, first got me thinking about these things, and it's a it's a, a book for homeschools uh, for homeschooling. Um, it's for kids, uh, and it's what does the Bible have to say about that? That's the title of it, um, and it's got a kid, and it's got a stack of books, and it says. You know, it, it, the titles written on the Bibles or the books. What does the Bible say, have to say about that? And uh, it talked about how God uh, granted, uh, you know, family government, church government, and civil government. But when these governments don't stay in their lane and they encroach, when the government wants to be a parent, that's not right that's not what god ordained uh when the government wants to be your pastor or tell you how to run your church that's not 
what God ordained. That's not uh, government is to keep civil order, but it's there. There's it has to stay in its lane. And when I, I'll never forget, you know, when I was reading that book to you, I was like, wow, this is this is just fascinating. And now, you know, having read this book and reading other stuff about just how uh, the church through history, you know, uh, the, you know, Jesus as Lord is a political statement, was a political statement to uh, the Roman citizen. When you were saying Jesus is Lord, you were coming against Caesar. Caesar was a deity. Caesar was, uh, you know, um, and like you said, they, they, they viewed you as an atheist because you didn't believe in pagan gods, uh, the Gentile Christians. And so because of that, they were tortured, fed to lions. That's uh, why uh, the Pharisees said that our only Lord is Caesar, or our only king is Caesar, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they knew the implications because Jesus... Uh, you know, that's, that's how they framed him and, you know, they rigged his trial and, and, you know, they were bearing false witness. That's why upon that generation, uh, you know, uh, all the righteous blood from Abel to, uh, Zechariah, son of Berechiah that they killed in the, uh, between the, the altar um, I was, uh, who was I listening to? It was very fascinating because, um, they said that Zechariah, uh, was not, uh, the son of Berechiah in like Chronicles and stuff. And, and, you know, but this author or whoever I was listening to, I can't remember, man, I should have wrote it down. It was very fascinating. It was like Jesus knew that these contemporary Pharisees had killed them because remember he's Lord. So they killed this guy. They knew they, that, that Jesus knew that he killed, they killed this guy and he's exposing their sin is what this guy is saying. Um, I wish I could remember who it was, but it was, it's fascinating because remember uh when jesus uh and then this just speculation uh when jesus is writing when they catch the woman caught in adultery which uh a lot of scholars believe that that's that was added it's not uh theonustos god breathed um that portion uh, of scripture they they don't believe that that it's it's really inspired, but uh, it's it's in our Bibles, and and all of them, most of them, have a note that says from this verse to this verse. It's the Johannian something uh, text. Um, but when when she's caught in the act of adultery, the law said that if you catch someone in adultery, you were to both bring both the man and the woman. Now, these Pharisees, they knew the law, so they brought just her alone. 
And uh, people speculate, you know, it, this is not the Bible. This is not, don't, I'm not teaching this, but this is what some people, commentators say, that when he was riding in the dirt, and the reason why he, when he says, let him who is without sin cast the first stone, you know, they, they speculate, and sometimes it's fun to speculate. We don't want to get into crazy things, but that he's writing in the sand and he's writing the dates when they were with this woman. You know, so Jesus knew all things. He knew what was in the heart of man. He, he knew when he's talking to them, he knew who's the devil, Judas, right? Uh, he knew things. So uh, is it possible that he did that? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying that he did, but. It's, it is possible that that's what, he, so, uh, that's what this, uh, commentator was saying when, uh, it says, uh, Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, who you killed between the altar. Uh, I forget what, what, what he says to them. Um, but anyway, I guess some scholars are saying that because, that's not true that Zechariah was not the son of Berechiah that, um, you know, then he was wrong about, uh, end times and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, it was interesting cause they also said that, uh, he could have been John the Baptist's father, Zechariah, and that he was possibly son of Berechiah and that they possibly killed him, the Pharisees or whatever. Um, anyway, it's, just, uh, it's fascinating stuff to like really look, dig into scripture and, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. Uh, how have you been, Josiah? I've been good. Uh, a little tired, but I'm, I'm good. Um, I haven't talked to the the Mormons, um, in a little bit because, um, well, my dad had COVID, my mom has COVID kind of, she's recovering. And so even though I haven't gotten sick, um, they said, just keep your distance. Um, they'll talk to me, I guess, again in the future, but not right now. So that's where that, that's at. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I they said I had COVID. I, I, it was just a cold to me. Uh, I had COVID back in 2020, and I was sick for 16 days. I was really sick. Uh, you had COVID then, right? And you got over it pretty fast. Uh, within a day, he took a nap, and he, he woke it's up very just deadly fine. disease. You got to watch out for it. Yeah, so... Uh, and I was fatter then. Uh, I've lost weight, and so uh, maybe that's what it is, or maybe um, you know, immune. You know, my immunity. Uh, I, I was over it really quick, and um, so, but I still had to stay home and uh, recover, and I recovered in time to preach uh, at church, and so, uh, and I'm grateful. Uh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but 
I had been inviting a couple uh, young uh, students. Um, they are a couple. And um, so if you watch this, Gina and Skylar, uh, I was so glad that they decided to come to church. And uh, I love talking to him because he, uh, Skylar, is uh, not like my Bible, Skylar. Uh, it's it's spelled differently. Uh, there's no U and there's no H. It's uh, his spelling is S K Y. Um, see, he has a lot of questions, and I love I love that. You know, he he he's just so curious about the Bible, and he's asking me question after question after question. Look at and I, I just love the excitement that he has, uh, the hunger that he wants to know things. Um, but he said something very, very important. Um, we were talking about uh, how to interpret the Bible. And he, he looks at his girlfriend and says, uh, he tells Gina, it's context. And that's, that's so true. You know, when we're interpreting the Bible, when we're trying to figure out what a passage means, Context, context, context. That is what uh, reigns supreme. Um, so that's how we interpret, you know, what what the Bible says. Um, I was telling him, because I hold to a preterist position on eschatology. Um, if you read Revelation, uh, very much like when John the Baptist was talking about the kingdom of God, he see, you know, he told them that it's close at hand. You know, he told them that the ax is already laid at the root. So the kingdom of God was already here, you know, and then Jesus says, if I cast out demons and I do these miracles amongst you, because the kingdom of God is already here. So, um, he inaugurated the kingdom in the book of revelation john the revelator is telling them about the revelation that he has and the things that are near about to take place so it's it, it it's giving you uh a time context near at hand and if you look at all the other passages in scripture, whenever it says near, it means near. They interpret it that way. Um, uh, so, you know, scripture, interpret scripture. Um, it makes the most sense to me. Um, so, uh, but I just enjoy uh, talking to Skylar and uh, getting, answering his questions as best I can. And uh, he's so he, he's like, can I ask you a question? Can I? <laughs> I, I love that. I love, uh, man, the hunger that he, he wants to know. And he's reading the Bible. Uh, and he says, you know, uh, when Jesus quotes to the devil or he quotes to the Pharisees, he says it was written. Uh, and so he's quoting from the Old Testament, right? So he's like, that's why I want to get to know the Old Testament. I said, that's a good place to start, you know. And so um, I, I'm, I'm 
I have a blast talking with him. I was talking with him today. Uh, they came for lunch to the college. And then, uh, so yeah, I, I had a good time talking with them. And I, I really enjoy, uh, I, I love talking about the Bible. I can talk about the Bible all day. Um, if somebody's asking questions or they want to know things or, yeah, I, I love it. Maybe we could have him on the show sometime. I don't, I don't know if you'd be interested in that. Yeah, I can, I can talk to him. Um, and he has, he has some really good questions and, uh, you know, um, we were talking about how, you know, does the Holy Spirit speak? Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm of the, uh, belief that, uh, uh, in these last days, he's spoken to us through his son, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we have the sufficient word of God. You know, if you want to hear God speak, then read the Bible out loud. I remember yeah. you saying that the first time you told me that I was like so disappointed. <laughs> I, I mean, it's important now, but at the time he was like, you want to hear God speak? Yeah. Who wouldn't read the Bible out loud? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, sola scriptura, you know, scripture alone. Uh, so, um, you know, so I, uh, so I, I am happy about that. Um, and, uh, we hope, uh, we hope that, uh, you are, uh, well, doing well, your family's well out there. On the interwebs, uh, we want to uh, ask you to please like, subscribe, share, um, because I, we are getting a lot of views. I, I am seeing even on Rumble, people are uh, viewing our videos there. Um, I haven't looked on, on Spotify uh, because we've been doing video and not audio anymore. Uh it's somehow on anchor it's not registering but it's it's still it still gives me the views uh when people watch them on spotify or whatever or they hear it on spotify so but um yeah uh please do us a favor uh give us a like share subscribe uh we hope uh that this uh edition of uh, coffee house theology has been helpful um and uh you know we want to remind you that theology matters to believe about god affects how you live your life so um please uh share like subscribe rumble anything you want to say before we leave um yeah share with the people you love and even the people you don't <laughs> that's right that's right and theology matters. Um, what you believe about God affects how you live your life. And so until next time, uh, we just wanted to come on here and uh, please uh, consider uh, getting this book. Uh, even if you want to read it with us, uh, we can discuss it. Maybe we can have you on and talk about it. Uh, see how you like it. Please leave us comments. Comment below on youtube on rumble wherever you find our podcast uh vlog whatever it's called um video blog i, I don't know uh i can't keep up with all the names but please uh 
share, like, subscribe, uh, share with the people you love and even the people you don't. Until next time, uh, God bless and see you on the other side.